I got a whole interview for you. I prepared you myself. You prepared for an interview for me? Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. I feel famous, I, boy. I got a whole interview. Uh, <laughs> we, we can pause. You can pause that. Oh, yeah. You gave me the remote. <laughs> you can. I forgot about it. But, yeah, I got a, I got a whole interview for you. I was thinking about what I can ask you. I was like, man, what? What can I ask him? I'm Bonnie Kibuka. On my podcast, The Ugandan Boy Talk Show, I've had an honor to sit down with some of the most incredible hearts and minds from Uganda, like Miss Uganda Oliver Nakakande, Jerome Ozor Job, the Executive Director of Jerome Model Management, Pastor Wilson Bogembe, and many, many more. On this podcast, you get to hear raw and real-life stories of their journey, what they've been through, and the people that have inspired their journey so that they can make a difference in ours. Listen to the Ugandan Boy Talk Show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. Join the journey soon. I remember last time when I had Q, uh, J Queen, I didn't plan what we were going to talk about, so I was kind of just hitting a miss. But I kind of thought about, what can I talk with Q about? So... I kind of like the music actually in the background. That's, that's crazy. <laughs> but I know it will be disturbing for the people. But I, lo- I love music. So, yeah, welcome yes. to my crew. You're the first person in this this place right in, here. In the basement. In, in the, the basement. man cave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, the, you're the first person here. But I appreciate you stopping by. Um, I was thinking yesterday after I put everything together, I was like, man, I need to have some of my friends here. I like live conversations uh my podcast has been a lot of like zoom people from uganda or like even in the states but over the zoom mm-hmm. i really don't i wanted to see the experience of just being in the room and i went to say with my friends i was like let me hear this talk. but i want to talk about life there's a lot of things that happen in life but before we go into that q you introduce yourself q smooth <laughs> <laughs> so i'm q or quentin mm-hmm. um man i don't even know where to start um i'm originally from wisconsin yeah uh but i usually tell people i'm from chicago because i got a lot of family from chicago but i was born in chicago so you know all of that you told me chicago and then last time a few months ago when uh you had some Family issues, and you had to go to Wisconsin and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you originated from Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah. But you got family in Chicago. Yeah. Okay, that's that's cool. Cause I had actually that was gonna be my first question. Where are you from? <laughs> We've been friends since since I met you at Great Lakes. So I was like, where's this dude from? I know you're from Chicago. You've told me. Mm-hmm. But then I was a little confused about Wisconsin and stuff, so I I had to ask that. <laughs> but, so how do you then come to Michigan? Uh, my mom and my sister. But basically, my mom wanted something new, so I was like, "All right, let's let's do it." I guess <laughs> like I was scared, boy. So we moved to Ann Arbor, okay. and I went to Skyline uh, High School. Uh, I was the like first graduating class, and then I went to Great Lakes. <laughs> yeah. How did you then find out Great Lakes, bro? It's how weird. Know? I'll be telling people like I don't. I it had to be God, bro. Yeah. So I was on this basketball website just to like see if people were recruiting and stuff. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know, let me go to a little small school so yeah. I don't have to go to the army or nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I looked, 
I looked him up, and I think Rev was talking to me on this little on this little website. But mm-hmm. if you ask me the website, I don't remember right. his name. I just remember me talking to Rev. Was Rev like a recruiter? I guess we could. Okay. You know Rev. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean, shout out Rev. I know you'll watch this. But, um, yeah, and then after that, I went to go visit, and I fell in love with the school. Like, the coach at the time was so smooth. Like, I lo- he liked me, and I liked him. Like, yeah. I just like having, like, that deep conversation with him and then checking out some of the classes. Like, the classes were, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. classes. <laughs> I don't know what year you, you would have been when I joined. I joined 2017. 2016-2017. But I remember you were playing basketball with uh, Darian. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lance was playing. James. Uh, James, Coop. yeah. <laughs> Coop, yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that, was, that was a good time. So I met you at Great Lakes. Um, I feel like the time of knowing you, there's th- things I don't know. There's things people don't know about you. And I put up a few questions about life. And I think this will help people get to know you better. But how was your life like growing up? I know we had talk, just talked about going to Great Lakes, but like if we go back a little bit, how was your life growing back, um, growing growing up when you were younger? Man, my life growing up when I was younger, um, church every yeah. day. <laughs> um, we weren't like the richest. We weren't like the poorest. We were just like dead smack, almost in the middle. Right. So like just growing up like that, like made my hunger for like reaching God more and um it was just it was crazy like going to church every day as a kid doing church stuff um being a mentor as a kid to other little kids so it's just a lot we joke about this a lot but like we when whenever we're around we joke about like you hearing gunshots all the time like (laughs) was that a thing (laughs) Sometimes I swear I didn't know if there were gunshots or like people were just lighting yeah. off fireworks because like we didn't live in like a white trash neighborhood yeah. per se, but there was like people like that over there. And this was Wisconsin. Yeah, right? it was Wisconsin. Okay. So and that like, was what, the, I know I remember the name of the town. Kenosha. Kenosha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I, yeah. uh, I remember that time when something happened in Kenosha, you shared something to pray for the people in Kenosha. Oh, you, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. But I asked you the question because a lot of people when they ask me, "Oh, you grew up in Africa, <laughs> so do you just see animals like lions when you just open your door? There's a lion <laughs> out there waiting for you." <laughs> so I had to make sure if gunshots were like, were like a real thing. Um, <laughs> but yeah like it's crazy how we all grew up in different countries and we have things to learn about i'm sure my friends back in uganda will listen to your story and just know about um your life growing up in 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 the states what was your fi- what was your favorite childhood memory oh that's tough my favorite childhood memory i don't you know there's so many i don't i don't even know just pick one if, if they, or maybe if, Let's see, I don't know. Oh, my fight, my probably, whoa, probably whoa. playing basketball. Yeah. Like being the shortest kid that always hung out with like taller kids. Like they always like rode, like put down the rim to like nine feet, and yeah. like I would jump and grab the <laughs> rim and dunk the ball. They'd be like, "Q, how are you doing that?" <laughs> I don't know. Like my nickname was like a Frog Boy at one point because uh-huh. I could jump so high. Dude, you know, more like uh, oh, what was that Nate Robertson. Yeah, no, I was gonna or say. Spud Webb. I was gonna say this ki- this guy who played with Steph Curry's dad. What's his name? Oh, Muggsy Bowes. Muggsy Bowes. Yeah. <laughs> Muggsy Bowes. <laughs> That's crazy, yo. 
No, yeah. The other question, and I, I, I think I related with this a lot, and I wanted to hear what you have to say about it, but what do people misunderstand about you the most? Because I feel like people misunderstand you in some way, but like, what do you think people misunderstand about you? Mm. I think people misunderstand my goofiness. Yeah. Like, they always see me goofy. Like, they don't know the pain that I deal with. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'd rather have people smile around me so I don't so I don't have to show them, like, how I really feel. Yeah. So, probably my goofiness. Okay. I was going to say, do you ever get mad? I don't know if you ever got mad at me. Or, I don't know. I'm trying to remember. Because we live together in the summer. <laughs> like, we room together. But I'm trying to find if there was a time when you were pissed off or, like, I want to know who Q's like when he's mad. No, what? <laughs> what? Who? How do you tell me? Help me understand that. Like, who is Q when he's pissed off? Bro, I don't even know how to explain it when I'm mad, bro. Because I snap and I yeah. hate it. So it's like one quick thing that I don't like. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, boy, like I'm turning into the hawk, boy. Would you say you're shit tempered? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. But I gotta work on that. Yeah, because. Yeah, man. Yeah, I had I had that issue. I, I used to be short-tempered, especially with my brother. My brother got the most of it. Like, he would piss me off and I would just, like, bun- throw up a bunch of words to him. And, like, after some time, you regret what you just said. And I've, I've been working on that, trying to. Like, when I'm mad, I'll go mm-hmm. quiet. Like, I won't talk to you. I'll just be quiet. Um just try to work on that but i know there's sometimes when somebody pushes you to that extent where you just snap yeah or i do it to myself yo like when i'm playing ball mm-hmm. i'll be angry sometimes i'll be ripping my shirt man i think i'm yeah <laughs> I've been angry like yeah. that boy now i've seen i've remembered <laughs> i think it was a like great legs you're playing basketball and things are not going right and you're just pissed off and like you're getting mad and i'm like hey you calm down like you just I think it's a good thing, though. Like, sometimes you hold yourself accountable to mm-hmm. this level. Like, when you don't perform to that level, then you feel bad about yourself, like, which is understandable sometimes. But then sometimes you got to be remembered that, reminded that oh, yeah, it's, it's all right. It's just, it's just a game. The other question, what has been your biggest failure and what did you learn from it? Mm. I think... Mm, I got a lot of those. <laughs> I got a lot of those. <laughs> oh man, I don't, I think I have two biggest failures: mm-hmm. um, not taking school seriously, and like what I had to do to like get back to make sure everyone knew like, oh, I'm serious about this because I I want to graduate college. Like I want to make my mom's proud. Yeah. So that one, and then the last relationship I was just in, man. Yeah. Um. I feel like I I let myself down because like I I wasn't the man that I wanted to be mm-hmm. and um she showed me that yeah and like it wasn't good for her or me to to be in that spot yeah um yeah those those are tough but I like how this question is like what's your biggest failure and what did you learn from it because sometimes through our failures is that's how we learn lessons mm-hmm. and in the long run it's it's good for for us to realize those failures and try to to change those. Um, I would say like some of these failures come with good things. Like think about college, and I know we've joked about like you you studied Greek for seven years or something like that. <laughs> it was six. It, it was, was six. Okay. <laughs> it was six. But through your last years, that's how 
I met you, you know, mm-hmm. like you graduated 2019, I graduated 2020. But like that's if if you had nev- if you had graduated years before, would have never met. Like think about Jay, Q, uh, Terry. We all were like years before you, but like we ended up staying together. And now we end up like being all together. Mm-hmm. So maybe if you had graduated earlier, we couldn't have met. But think you think about the good, the good things that come with that. Like yeah, I might have delayed, but I mean it's also a lesson to other people who are listening or watching, like taking school serious. So then and then you can graduate on time, but which was a regret for you. And like relationship, yeah, we all fail. Nobody's mm-hmm. perfect, and sometimes things work out, sometimes they don't. And I've gone through the shit. I've I've had my shares of mistakes in my life, like weird relationships and stuff, and sometimes. Things don't work out. Sometimes you learn lessons and Facts. it's it happens and it's not I don't want you like to blame yourself of what you could have done or like for me I le- I try to live my life with no regrets. Mm-hmm. It's like I did the best I could do. Facts. I might have come short. I tried. It didn't work out. And but I know as humans we, it's easy for me to say right now, it's like, oh, this and this and that but we gotta encourage each other and lift each other up and we all have those days and I just want you not to be sad about it and try to see good things that come out of it, see things you learned and what you just say, like she helps you realize the person you are and that you add that to your life. Yeah, I know who I am and from here I'm just going up. And you never know. The In soccer there is a saying that says <laughs> it's not over until it's over. So, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> so I leave with that in my mind. Like it's not over until it's over. It's not over until it's over. Yeah. Not over to the fat lady sings. <laughs> Today's episode is sponsored by Dance of Gamers. Dance of Gamers is the leading distributor of video games and other consumer gadgets like the podcast microphone sets, ring lights, headphones, and affordable smartwatches, and many other cool gadgets. For these and more, visit their website at www.danceofgamers.co. That is www.thedanceofgamers.co. Oh, <laughs> uh, the other question I have for you is: If you could remember one thing, what could that be? That God is great, man. Yeah. Without God, I'm I'm nothing. So God, God is great. That is That's, that is that is something I want everybody out there listening <laughs> to not forget. Like God is great. Did I look at this camera and say it again. Yeah, yeah. God is great, man. Like <laughs> never forget that. Yeah, yeah, never forget that. I think, yeah, I think that that's pretty good to remember, guys. No matter what you're going through, no matter what life brings to you, God is great. The other one, what is the best compliment you've ever got in life? In life? Ever? Boy, there's like two of them. All right, look, I remember like it was yesterday, son. So I was uh, in this little dance competition or talent show Mm -hmm. in high school, right? And I was dancing by myself. And at the end of the song, one of the Mich- University of Michigan players, mm-hmm. he was judging it. Uh, and he was like, man, you remind me of Chris Brown, bro. I looked at all my friends. I was like, oh, yeah, he messed up, son. <laughs> he messed up. She never said that. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's one. But then, you know, this guy named Kevin Hart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Someone said I looked like Kevin Hart oh, before. Wow. So yeah. so it was cool. Those are, yeah, that was a good compliment. And like. When I watch Kevin Hart's comedy, and I think Emily has said that before too, like, like it's just just like Q, like the way he acts, <laughs> the way he does. I follow him on Instagram. I love Kevin Hart a lot, Facts. and I think yeah, there's some things I see in you that are like 
Kevin Hart, even Chris Brown, like they said. But one thing I gotta say, I know Jay and everybody, like we joke about like your basketball career and all that. But I gotta say, the year that I came to Great Lakes when you were playing, like you would make those shots. Like he's the smallest guy on the court, but he like he's shooting. He shoots good. And I think one guy, I didn't know you a lot good by then, but one guy, oh, it was yeah, this Nigerian dude. Uh, what's his name? T. Oh, T. Yeah, yeah, yeah. T. I was watching your your guys' game with T, and T was like, "Hey, wait till the the short guy comes in. He's pretty good." And like that's that's a compliment <laughs> I had from him. I'm like watching you play. Like I know it might not have been the best career like you wanted or something, but you had your moments. Like you had good moments from that. So I think that's a, a compliment I got for about you. Hearing it from somebody else. Yeah. Appreciate now, it. now the comp- uh, compliments done. Um, what's an insult you've got? <laughs> <laughs> so one insult. Someone said I look like a monkey. Really? <laughs> yeah, boy. <laughs> and then another insult. Someone said I look like Donkey from Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, bro. <laughs> I was like, dang, that's crazy. Yeah. That is crazy. No, that is that is really crazy. There's a question. What question? There's a question I just thought about that I wanted to ask you. What's the best advice you've ever received from somebody? Don't let the bad weigh you down. Yeah. Always keep moving forward and like shrug it off. Mm-hmm. Don't let your emotions show. What's the worst advice you've ever got from somebody? Oh, I don't even know. Yeah. I don't really listen if it's worse. I just, <laughs> I just, yeah, cool. You know, you take that. You take that with you, yo. <laughs> uh, um. You're a movie guy, I think I would say. Uh, we watch a lot of movies, and when we worked summer, we'd go to the Regal <laughs> Cinema, watch movies. What's your favorite holiday movie? My favorite holiday movie? Oh, <laughs> probably The Grinch. This, or, uh, this question has a part too, so when you're answering it, it has a part too that I'm going to ask you. Right, hang on, hang on, hang on. Probably The Grinch, or oh, which Friday is it? The Christmas one. I think it's like friday after the next yeah is that the one that has fragile or some something like that where the kid puts her tongue on a on a frozen pole gets N- stuck no that's um oh my goodness that's like christmas story I think. yeah that's yeah. christmas story what does that say about you i'm a funny guy <laughs> yo <laughs> don't i hey, i could be like the grinch and be like man i hate christmas yeah. i hate people but in the reality i just want to be feeling like i'm a part of something yeah. and that's all he wanted no like, no cap i like i like the grinch but i also love i think i would say i love home alone home alone home alone now let me be in that movie boy yeah. let me be kevin <laughs> yeah be turning up i like i like home alone i grew up watching that in uganda and every time I like that, like when Christmas time, they have a bunch of like movies showing mm-hmm. up and showing up. If you could go back and give your 18 year old self a piece of advice, what would it be? Don't trust everybody. Yeah. Just because everyone say they good don't mean they good for you. Uh, everyone has a season and it's either a good season to be in your life or a bad season. So you just have to let God, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> take his... That's funny course. because for me, I've learned that as an adult. Like growing up, I had my family, I had my parents. Like I didn't really care about what other people say. I knew my, my parents were there for me. But when I left my family and I came to America, I started becoming dependent on people because I didn't have money, I didn't have food, I didn't have a car, I didn't have, I didn't have anything. 
you know, and there's people that I looked up to, like I looked at to help me with those things. And I was let down, you know, and when you need things, those people won't be there for you. So it's after me being in America that I knew that don't trust anybody. Nobody's going to be there for you all the time. And that that's something I've learned, like, as an adult. And it's a good lesson. Mm-hmm. Like, if you put your trust in... And, like, I know we're Christians, and the Bible tells us to put our trust in God. But, like, as humans, you know, life happens where you're going to need the people who are there to kind of, like, help you throughout. Um, but, like, my 18-year-old, what? I don't know what I would tell my 18-year-old. Watch out for this guy named Q. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, I don't know. I really don't know. Like, I, I don't think I would... Oh, it's not about change. I was going to say, I don't think I would change anything in my... But I think I would I would tell them, keep grinding. Keep keep doing what you're doing. And just, just keep doing what you're doing. Tell me about the three most influential people in your life and how they've impacted you. So one, I would say my mom, of course. Yeah. Um, I just seen her go through so much as a single mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, like, she's always found a way to, like, keep moving, keep pushing, keep surviving. Um and like that, that showed me like I could do the same thing. Like I could push, I could survive just as much as she can. Like mm-hmm. she knows she's not alone, and I know I shouldn't feel like I'm alone. So yeah. like my mom. Um, ooh, the second one probably I'll probably say my boy Josiah. Okay, because like his story is 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 pretty unique and everything. And like without Josiah, I probably wouldn't have finished Great Lakes. Mm. So like he. Help me he saved my life like little does he know and yeah. little does anybody else know like josiah he saved my life yeah. um the next person this is gonna sound corny or whatever probably jesus man yeah. i'm not gonna <laughs> lie probably jesus man <laughs> like he showed me like how to really love people even though i don't want to love people because yeah. i've been hurt too much yeah and like he didn't have to do the things that he did just to save us if you were going to put Jesus in the lineup, you would have put him first. I know, but I had to put my mommy first, man. Okay. That's, no. that's my dog, man. <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. Jesus is my dog, too, but that's my mom's, man. My bad, Jesus. You, you can go first, bro. Just know you first, mama, then Josiah, all right? Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, if you won $10 million tomorrow, what would you spend it on? So, yeah, I'd probably get an apartment because I, really, I don't really want a house just yet. Even though I do want land. Even with $10 million, you want to get a house? Yeah, I probably won't. Why? I don't know. I think I'll be too scared, but it's too big. Because <laughs> the house I want, if I get that much, <laughs> but, but just to be safe, like, you know, still try to save it, pay off some of my debt, mm-hmm. um, give some to my mom, give some to the church. Yeah. That's If I get that much, mm-hmm. I'm just like, <laughs> I know what I would do. Are you going to pay taxes on it? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Are you gonna pay taxes on that? Yeah, I ain't trying to go to jail because of Uncle Sam. Yeah. <laughs> what? What he need? I got you. Uh, <laughs> Feed the block, though. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. This is not a question, but like, I didn't want to prolong the conversation because sometimes when you prolong these conversations, like, it loses the meaning, mm-hmm. and I, I want it to be short so people can pick out something. And in all the questions I've asked you, what is the one question you wish I'd asked you? In those, and how would you have answered it? If someone would ask me how I'm doing mentally, mm-hmm. 
Like, that's a great question because, like, me and you are close, and I don't think I would lie to you about how my mental is doing. Mm-hmm. Like, it's tough, but, mm-hmm. like, I be having crazy thoughts, but, like, yeah. it's it's not it's not good, but I'm trying to, you know, learn how, how to make it good, and not just by myself, but also going back into my Bible and actually reading it and trying to study it. Not like it's homework like we did at Great Lakes, just, like, for once I'm trying to sit down Mm-hmm. and learn it so that is cool that you talk about that and i didn't really know about mental health like we grew up in in africa where life is hard like even when you're dealing with mental stuff nobody's gonna tell you about it or like there's nothing you, they're gonna do about it and I've, I've experienced that being here and like the life in america is a little bit different from the life in uganda america drives you like if it's speed it's like 180 because of all the needs you have, the things you have to to deal with, mental health, like dealing with other stuff, even not just about you, but like the forces from the outside people. Um, I know there's a lot on your plate, like you're thinking about like the job and like what is it like about mental health? The, it's the hardest part, like you would say. I think trying to stay positive every day. Yeah. Because like a lot of things have been going wrong or going bad in my eyes, but um, just trying to find a positive light out of it, mm-hmm. and just trying to do do the right thing, and not do something that I'm going to regret down right. the line. You know right. what I mean? That I try to live my life with no regrets. I mean, sometimes you can't avoid it, but like in things that you can control, I do the best I can. Like I give it my all; it didn't happen. But I, there's nothing I can do about it. But um, I don't really know. Like when somebody is dealing with stuff like mental health, I don't really try to say I want to fix it. I want to fix them. I want to relate with them. Sometimes they're going through things you've never gone through, you know. But yeah, like staying positive in that time, it's it's tough and it's hard. That's why I like to be in my friend's life a lot. Um, my dad told me something that. A problem shared is halfway solved. Like, if you're going through something, like, I may not have it all, but, like, when you share with somebody, can kind of help. But that also goes backwards. Like, sometimes you share a problem with somebody, and then they just laugh at you, or even the person will just go tell another person, oh, my gosh, Q is dealing with this, or, like, things like that, you know. And they even ask you, like, you know this about Q? Like, dang, you just out here just snitching <laughs> on me, yo. Like, right. what's wrong with you? Instead of helping, they're just snitching <laughs> on you. Um, but, like, yeah, it's it's tough, and all we got to do is uh, pray for each other and just trying to keep our friendship together. I liked it when we had, when we could meet mm-hmm. each other, um, not about how life is going because i've also gone through some tough times like you know it's it's funny because i have a lot of friends and i have people and people will see you on instagram life is going good but sometimes i get my heart gets breaks down like you know like i miss my family back in uganda sometimes you feel like you have no friends here because all your friends are busy Mm -hmm. there's nobody to talk to nobody to hang out with and that gets tough you know like and that's why I wanted us to kind of just keep our relationship more strong and just stay in each other's lives. Like, you know, we might not be rich or we might not be, but like having people in your life is a thing like it takes away from your life. Like when I when we used to meet a lot, yeah. it, I would forget that my family is back in Uganda. I was like, oh, sh- 
I have family here. Like I have people here, people who care about us, and I think we do. We need to do that a lot in our lives too. Facts. So, so yeah, we're coming to end of this recording. But I want to ask you, what's a life lesson you've learned in life to this point? Life lesson, probably. Don't hold on to things. Mm-hmm. Like, especially if the bad's gonna outweigh the good, don't hold on to it. Um, always find the good out of something and don't let it ruin your day. Like, yeah. push it off, dust it off. You're going to get back up. Mm-hmm. You know, the easy part is falling down. The hardest part is trying to get back up. Right. Um, the other one, what gets you excited about life? Just putting a smile on people's faces. Yeah. Waking up. Because <laughs> some people ain't got the chance to wake up and see another day. So if yeah. God's blessing me with another day, I might as well bless somebody else with a smile, a laugh, yeah. a conversation. Then the final one, it's a signature question that I ask everybody on the podcast. Who would you like to see in my podcast next? And Chris Brown. Gonna... <laughs> <laughs> and you're going to help me get the person on the podcast. This one, for the people that I do in-house, it's supposed, it could be somebody that could easily make it to my place. Terry. Yeah, Terry. <laughs> Terry okay. Dino. All right, Terry Dino, And... I think Jay Queen, I'm going to have Jay Queen time, sometime here. So Terry Odino will be my next guest. Um, so, yeah, Q, thanks very much for sharing with me and some of the things people might not know about you or people don't know that it's going through your life. And for the people out there who are listening to this podcast, I think the best thing you can do is just say a prayer for Q and whatever he needs in his life. Like, oh, everybody, you know, like, I don't know. Oh, if you can, if you can... Bring money, bring money. Bring money. <laughs> <laughs> I need it. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, thanks very much uh, for being on the podcast. Thanks for having me, brother. All right. Stay tuned for more episodes. You dig? We'll be back. Bye-bye. Hey there. Uh, this is Bonnie Kibuka, the host of the Ugandan Boy Talk Show. Thanks for watching and listening to my podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you share it with a friend and recommend somebody to this podcast. Don't forget to leave a feedback on this podcast because that's how we grow. And also don't forget to share, like, subscribe, and comment. Join us on our social media platforms on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. So we'd love to hear from you. Thank you very much and be blessed.